Just before Ramadan started, my nutritionist asked if I plan to fast in Ramadan. A very innocent question given her profession and how we plan to work together during that month. So I told her yes. Out of curiosity, she asked me why. I felt thrown off a bit, almost defensive, even though it's a common question to ask in our culture for fasting or not. I tried to romanticize my answer, and I went on to tell her how I noticed that the times I didn't fast in Ramadan when I was younger, I would get sick. Tosselitis, to be precise, is what really did happen maybe once or twice. And then I explained how I experienced two incidents in my life where all my prayers were answered and what I believed may have been Laylatul Qadr. Beautiful, right? My words were true, but I felt dishonest. See, I believe in the power of prayer. I'm not religious per se, but I believe in God. And I practice Islam in ways that work best for me. Now, before I dive further in this topic, I want you to please recognize that I understand that this is a very sensitive topic. And I'm not trying to change perceptions or question anyone's belief. I'm only speaking based on what I feel and what goes on in my head. So please take what I say with a pinch of salt. This episode more than any so far. My response to her really bugged me. I knew I wasn't being genuine. You know how sometimes you say the truth, but it isn't coming from an honest place? Now that's called not speaking your truth versus just speaking the truth. Because you want to give someone a certain impression. Some people call it manipulation. And other people may call it people-pleasing. Either one didn't work well for me. I was beginning to feel aggressive And I recognized that my ego was completely in control. And it took me a while to disconnect from it. I had to sit in silence to understand that even though I've been fasting religiously for the past few years, I was not fasting because I wanted to fast or that I totally believed in the concept. I fast because I'm afraid not to fast. In Islam, they say that fasting is the one thing we do for God. So how can I not do that? Ramadan is meant to be a holy month, and to me it was a holy month. But the root of why I practiced it was plain fear. Big oops, I know. Now, I speak on behalf of many people I know when I say that we have been taught religion by teachers who used hell and heaven and eternal fire burning our physical body without mercy to teach us what we need to do to go to heaven and what we need to avoid to not end up in hell. And fasting is one of them. Tayyib Su'al, God is love, God is faith, God is hope. All positive adjectives. Yet we are taught to worship from a place of fear. Eternal hell, if we don't follow the book. Now, when God is in the equation, isn't fear more influential than hope? Remember, we're human beings. So how can we truly love from a place of fear? And how can we honestly practice something from a place of fear as well? Now, I haven't cracked that one yet, and even when I do, I'm not sure how comfortable I'll feel sharing my opinion publicly, because I understand it can offend the majority, and let's be honest, it's haram to think this way and to question religion, and I get it. I'm not even sure how comfortable I am with these thoughts right now, let alone speaking them, and on top of that, sharing them. When there is fear and guilt, there is very little room to explore. But here's a thought. What if God isn't all that scary and religion is for everyone to understand based on their own perception? 
Remember, life is a mirror. We see things as we are, and we can change what we see by developing who we are. We know what is right, and we know what is wrong. So what if we start with positive affirmations and completely eliminate fear when teaching or preaching about religion? Would that change how we feel about doing one of the thirds? Mabarf. I know many listeners will disagree with me, but I asked my close Muslim friends why do they fast, and their response was way more straightforward than mine. They said they're afraid not to fast. They don't particularly like it. It makes them extremely tired and sometimes physically unwell, but they soldier through it because they would feel terribly guilty later if they don't. And of course, there's a concept of judgment by others if we don't fast, which is pure peer pressure. Because we humans, we're really nosy and we need to be involved in everybody's business and constantly judging ourselves and others. What bugged me generally about all of this is that once the fasting period is over, I felt gratitude to that discipline and appreciation, of course, to having my routine back. I feel good that I did it once it's done, but that feeling good wouldn't have happened if I wasn't afraid of God to begin with. It wasn't coming from a place of love. It was stemming from a place of fear. So I also asked myself, why don't I pray five times a day consistently? And then I realized that I really dislike the concept of having to do wudu every single time. And I had to come to terms with that because my truth really hurt my ego. And the fact that I had to pray made me shrink away from wanting to do it. Think of the people who meditate. Meditation requires the mind to be present which many people will say is a form of prayer. Tayyip, why are we more eager to meditate than to pray? Is it because one is forced on us and the other one is optional? By the way, even as I say these words, my, my ego is completely kicking in to protect me. And you know, how can I say such a thing? I'm a good person. Maybe yes, but this doesn't change the way that I feel. I'm not telling people or encouraging anyone not to fast or pray. I'm just saying that it seems that some people do it from a place of fear rather than love, from a place of have to rather than really want to. And I'm just throwing my thoughts out there. Maybe next year I'll feel differently. My mother, she constantly tells me that our religion is really misunderstood. And if we understand it, fear would not exist. Now, my mother, she's really one of a kind. She always sees the silver lining in everything. And her favorite quote recently is, La And I have an episode coming up about this quote soon. Now, as for my perceptions and the fear of God, I have yet to have this conversation with her to learn more. But I'll do that the next time I'm in Amman. Thank you for listening in. And please, peace until next time. Thank you.